Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. All right, good morning. You're sure, you're sure not shy about getting close. I like that. Yeah, fantastic. I've been thinking about our time together over the last several days and how sweet it's been. You're a very sweet group. And uh, it's been interesting and curious and warm being around you. And I've learned a lot from being with you in various different ways and getting these moments of connections with each of you and, you know, however long those have lasted, but it's been really quite warm. And that's unique to have that level of warmth uh, in a group. A lot of groups come through here, you know, each group has their own personalities and you're definitely one of the traits that you hold within your group dynamic is warmth. And so I just want to recognize that and good for you. And I imagine you felt that in various different ways. And you're going home different. I hope that's the case as well. And you get to bring this warmth or whatever you've learned and gathered and gained during your time here back into your families, to your friendships, to your work environments, and how what we've created here over the last five days or so impacts so many people. People you never meet. That's what's so fascinating about it. And so this ripple effect that we have by gathering and being together and doing all the weird things you've done together during your time here. <laughs> You know, and there's been a, a humanness to it. That's one of the things I've appreciated about you. You as the individual, you as the collective as well. So thank you for that. This is like a, uh, you know, dreamy for me. You know, this, is, this has been the vision. Oh, I'm going to cry again. What is up with this? <laughs> but it's really sweet, you know. So I just want to recognize you that this is, long in the making and when it does manifest it's really sweet and it means something to me and that's why i'm speaking to it so thank you for that that's my attempt in teaching is to create um, a track into the, the human experience it's a very confusing experience i don't know if you've noticed that <laughs> and my attempt through teaching is to make sense of uh, my experience for sure and so there's this element of self-preservation in my teaching attempting to make, make, make sense of myself and to share how I'm seeing myself in the world with other people. So we can have actually, it can be turned into a conversation. So I'm not just traipsing through the world on my own because I already know what that feels like and I don't like it. And so the attempt is to surround myself with people. It's no fluke that I'm here in the jungle and collect people. You know, it's one of the ways in which I can feel safe. And that's what this place. <laughs> that's what this place represents. And I think that's what really lands my point of being with you this week is that that <laughs> how safety is so important to me. And especially in the presence of women. Because that has not been my the case. Yeah, my brother back there is like, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> you know, and that has been uh, quite the challenge for me. 
I think that's true for each of us in our own way, is how to feel safe with other people. And especially with people that are different than us, whatever that looks like. And so it's been this reaffirming experience for me uh, this week, being with you that, wow, okay, I've come a long way. And um, I can be received and welcomed and I can give and we can have this unique experience together where we can feel safe and cared for and included. So that's the dream. So thanks for participating in the dream. I was thinking of you, Ray, yesterday. <laughs> Everybody does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that humility, I love it. <laughs> you know, you've placed yourself here, Ray. I just want to say this to you because it's, um, I've, I've observed you and I've appreciated you and how you have uh, been here during your time here because I can imagine it hasn't been easy in some ways and there's been some concerns for you. You know, the only fellow amongst your group. <laughs> and, you know, you've done it with a, a great level of honesty, humor, and generosity. And it's been really remarkable to, to witness that. And you do it with a great level of grace. So I want to share that with you. Yeah. So I want to share with uh, you the focus of this class. I'm going to focus on the hips. A lot happening in the hips, as we know. It's kind of like hips, glutes. That's the focus. And up on the board, there's some distinctions of why. Glutes, we hold anger. That's the tendency. We hold anger in our glutes. Left side, anger towards women. Right side, anger towards men. We have both. I mean, it's just probably the, the most honest way of putting it. We hold anger. It shows up in resentment and these kinds of things. In the hips... We can hold sadness, the left hip, sadness and disappointment. We've experienced that, we carry that, we'll experience it in the future. On the right side, it's compulsions and codependency. So like forcing ourselves to do something, coercing ourselves, being coerced by other people and being codependent in various different ways and how we can hold that and hold that in the right hip and how this can inhibit our mobility these experiences. And so the idea is to move into the hips with a great level of intention and to clear this area of the body out as much as we can. Why I'm focused on this is because of the theme I'm speaking to uh, this morning. I'm going to share with you the unchanging versus the sacrifice. Oof. Huh. Always the sacrifice. The unchanging versus the sacrifice. And so up on the board are some distinctions. I'll walk you through this. The mind has a natural tendency to choose fixed mindsets. It'd rather be fixed knowing something familiar than nothing at all. So it's like fixed, fixed. I know you. I've known you long enough, and so I know you. This is who you are to me. And you're never going to change in my eyes. And you're that, and you're this, and you're that. And we can get fixed. We get fixed here, and we get fixed out with other people. And that's true with the people that you're closest to. There's a part of you that thinks that you know them. <laughs> and that's just how they show up, the various different roles they play. And that's who they are for you. And it's easy. The mind, makes, the mind makes it easy. You're fixed. That's who you are to me. 
And if you get outside of that fixed view of you, it's going to get weird because then I won't know you. And so I want to keep you fixed so I know you. And so you're predictable. And I can figure you out. I know how you move. I know how you speak. I know what you want and don't want and these kinds of things. And so you're fixed to me. That's our relationship here as well. We're fixed in various different ways. We think we know ourselves. A fixed mindset creates trouble because it focuses on, on ideas. However, people are not ideas, nor are they fixed. There lies the trouble. People are not ideas. Fixed mindset, an idea. I have an idea about you. And sometimes you show up that way. A lot of ways you don't. But I always like to see you fixed. It's easier for me to make sense of you. And so fixed mindsets are born out of the past. And so we can drag our past along with us by the ways in which we think and see and move in the world. Burdened with the past, there is no present, nor nor future. You are a zombie of the old, the known. You are, inca you are incapable of connection. You have no life. It's dead. We can be walking zombies. Walk like that for too long, there'll be nothing left. It's how relationships walk themselves into death. You're fixed, I know you. You think you know me. There's nothing new in that. There's no life. Until the relationship falls apart, it's dead. I see that more often than not. And the struggles that we have in relationship. It's one of the things that terrorizes me because <laughs> I know how easy it is for relationships to fall apart. I've experienced that myself and I see it and I speak to so many people. That is something that's happening in all of our lives in various different ways. There's a relationship that is dead. There's no life in it. And that should be of great concern because soon it will be lost. And if you practice being a zombie one place, you'll be a zombie somewhere else how it goes. Ordinarily, fixed mindsets work perfectly, perfectly well, because they work perfectly well with the dead, the unchanging. If we're fixed, we're dead. It's one of the ways of looking at it. There's no energy in that. There's no life. It's just predictable. I do this. I get up. I do my morning routine. I go do this, and this is my, my routine. And we know how that is. It's lifeless. A fixed mindset clings to the idea that it knows. Then tomorrow, it will yet again find itself in a conflict because it does not know. So if we cling to our fixed mindsets, what we'll find ourselves in is one conflict after another, one conflict after another. With all the excuses, there's something not quite right here. <laughs> there's something wrong here. Why is my fixed mindset not right? You must not be right. I'm totally right. And so, hence the conflict. And we can be a walking conflict. You know what that feels like? You as the conflict, you in the presence of conflict, when somebody's conflicted, you probably don't like it much. And how difficult it is to get out of fixed mindsets, especially if they're practiced. I was thinking about my share yesterday 
and how emotional I was. And it's like, whoa, where did that come from? So I was speaking about my daughter and, you know, the interruption we've had in our relationship and my attempt to sort that out and to ultimately change the relationship because it needs to change. She's getting older. Her priorities are changing. It's like, fine. I can't cling on to what was. I'm like, aw. What? <laughs> Why aren't we spending our time together and, you know, cuddling and stuff? <laughs> and if I cling to that, that will not serve the relationship. In addition to that, it's also aligned to my relationship to broken commitments, aligns to my marriage and the demise of the marriage, my daughter's mother. And there's still pain in that for me because I know what that feels like, the loss of a relationship, the loss of uh, a marriage and how heartbreaking that was for me and how long it took for me to recover. <laughs> and I never wanna forget that feeling because it's important for me to hold on to that feeling, the, the sense of heartbreak, and to be able to feel that every once in a while. To make sure that I'm keeping my relationships, my present relationships as pristine as I can. To circumvent that heartbreak again, because it's always waiting, always waiting in the wings. And I know how to get there. It's through a fixed mindset. And if I see my daughter as my ex-wife, that's not good. And I could easily do that because there's traits, there's qualities, all of those things like, okay. And that's where the emotion came from. Most of it, I think, you know, bubbled up. It's like, cool. Broken commitments equals heartbreak. And that's not something I want to burden my daughter with because that's not hers. It's me. It's mine to sort through and to do it as cleanly as I possibly can. And so we can come fixed. We can become fixed very easily. So I have a question for you. Where do you feel you're fixed in your life now? Maybe you're seeing somebody in a particular way. Maybe it's the particular person, particular environment you spend time in. Where are you conflicted based out of a fixed mindset? Do you know what the fixed mindset is? I'd love to hear that if you can. Generate that. Anybody got something to say about that? Where do you feel you're fixed? With whom, where? Big question, so early in the morning. You got something to say about that? Grief? Yeah. Okay, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Anger, yeah, towards, you get a sense of, towards to someone.
component that little cynicism or working actively to make it worse, like make it last longer. Right. Um, so I have that sort of generalized anger mm -hmm. to keep me from doing this, and it affects me, and it makes me angry, and but I also have some gratitude to yeah. both right away too. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. So, Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I think we all shared some semblance of anger over the last couple of years, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, thank you for that. Anybody else? Fixed mindset that is conflicting you in some ways in your life? Isolation. Isolation. Thank you for that. Yeah. Negativity. Negativity. Thank you for that. Accepting failure as the status quo. Okay. Accepting failure as the status quo. Thank you. Expectation. Thank you. Helplessness. Helplessness. Thank you. Disappointment. Yeah. Good. All of these things we get to share. Everything you just said, it's like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. We experience these things. And often on our own. Or we attempt to. And how that influences our relationships, of course. We show up in relationships angry or helpless or disappointment, or disappointed, these kinds of things. How that will influence and impact the relationships that we're in. And how sensitive relationships are. So much so. I think we take that for granted in various different ways. That's how it seems to me. Not all the time. It can be the case. And so the sacrifice. How to work ourselves out of fixed mindsets. Remember what you think of me is not me. What you think of you is not you. One of the ways to look at yourself. I'm continuously changing so much so you can never meet me the same again. And how that opposes a fixed mindset. It's like I already know you. That's the deal we have. Always show up that way. You fit perfectly in my world. And don't mess up my world. Don't do that. Therefore, you either must drop your ideas of me or you'll have to drop me. That's a big sacrifice that we can do at times. We'll choose our fixed mindsets over the person and drop them versus our ideas of them. What you soon realize is that you're influenced with your own ideas, unwilling to drop them, and therefore you'll drop me. That's the conflict. And I'm sure you've dropped people in your life. I'm sure that's occurred. That your ideas were more important than them. Sometimes we have to do that, but perhaps it left you conflicted with the choice that you were making. I'd rather be right than be in a relationship. And that's the choice we can make. Consequently, you must re remain a threat to your own rotten concepts and prejudices. Otherwise, the sacrifice will always be others, the unknown, the unpredictable, the unfixed. So if we're not a threat here, 
challenging ourselves, the way in which we think, the way in which we move, the way in which we feel and these kinds of things. The great master will take us away into isolation where we'll be embittered and angry and resentful and all the things that we can hold on to and our own righteousness and how that will kill us over a span of time. And so it's a significant sacrifice. It's like, okay, what am I willing to sacrifice? Am I willing to sacrifice where I think I'm right? And that's the righteousness, the fixed. I'm right about this. You're wrong about that. Happens here. How many times you make yourself wrong? So this can be right. Your body's wrong in a thousand different ways. You ever find yourself in that conversation? Terrible conversation to be in, but we can be right about that. And so we can pick ourselves apart so we can be right. And so the great sacrifice is to challenge yourself, to sacrifice these fixed mindsets. They're not going anywhere, but to choose a different kind of experience. I see you this way, but are you actually that? And oftentimes not. That's what you get to explore in your map. Make yourself wrong about who you think you are. <laughs> kind of a weird thing, but that's the attempt. To use this practice to move this stuck experience. Fixed here, fixed somewhere here, here. So the practice today glutes and hips, my parting gift to you. <laughs> Perhaps you'll appreciate on the plane, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. So let this be meaningful. Bring yourself to it. What are you willing to sacrifice today on your mat? Put yourself at risk. That's the attempt. You ready for that? All right, everybody. Let us practice. <laughs>